I want either a Bichon Poodle Mixed. They're called a... Don't do it. Why? Well, first of all, when you can't pronounce or spell the name, <laughs> it's a bad starting point. It's called a Pouchon. <laughs> How cute is that? It's not. And they don't, and they don't shed. I'm going to... You spell. have zero room to talk about pet adoption you hey, have listen, like an entire I've lost, farm in your I've house i've lost control of my household it doesn't mean Correct. that i want more dogs and i'm talking about one little pushon or a cavi poo i hope cavalier, it poos all over your place a cavalier king charles <laughs> poodle mix they're just little yapper I, ankle biters no but you do you <laughs> i support you and all your chickens and rabbits and no you don't you make fun of me fish and dogs and Thinking you live on a farm. I support you. Well, thank you. I'm Josh Sigmund, and I'm a mortgage lender. I'm also a geek for money, not just earning it and saving it, but literally everything about it. I love that money has rules. It has its truths. I love investment strategies, and I love making money work for us. For so many, money is emotional. For me, it's logical, like a puzzle. My passion is also helping others with their money. I love looking at people's finances, dissecting their puzzle, and rebuilding with strategy and purpose. And I'm really good at it. I'm making this podcast about my money strategies, not the things that are written in books or sold in programs. It's a podcast outlining the lessons I've learned and used for the past 15 years. These strategies help me and those who use them save more, give more, create wealth, and retire early. Let me teach you how to build your net worth. You ready? Welcome to Sigmund Sense. All right, here we go. We are adding on a 2B slash section three of how to get shit done. Um, the two segment piece on how to get shit done is being turned into a three segment piece. And uh, welcome back to long-winded. It is long-winded. Are you making fun <laughs> of me? You are long-winded. Well, I'll just. Uh, it is not long-winded. I'm ignoring you, Bryn. Welcome back to Sigmund Sense. Uh, we are in a in a little bit of a mood right now, so it's kind of fun. Um, but we want to finish up. You know, uh, for if you are new, please like or subscribe at the end if you love it. Uh, if you are not new, thank you for paying attention and staying tuned. Our loyal please share followers. it. Yeah, please share it with your friends and family as well if you think will help somebody. Uh, because that's what this is about. We're trying to. Uh, it's a passion project for uh, for us, and it's really just trying to um, help people with their own personal finances and and I said, move the I told needle. Somebody, I said, tell all yeah. your friends so we can get rich together and all do cool shit. That's right. That sounds fun. <laughs> so um, we're going to finish up this segment on how to get shit done. Uh, I in the last segment, one of the things we spoke about was the concept of a vision without a plan is as worthless mm -hmm. as a plan without execution or a goal without a plan is as worthless as a plan without execution. Same yep. thing. So section one, get your goal done. Section two was create and organize your plan. Yes. Uh, but now you got to do the hard work. Now you have you to You have actually. to do the hard work. And there, there's no way around it. There's no one that ever uh, ran faster, uh, cut time off of a swim meet. Uh, there's no one that's ever lost weight yeah. uh, easily that, uh, you know, later in life, they don't, it just doesn't work that way. And, and certainly sales goals, savings goals. Yeah, it's not easy. Um, it's not easy. It's just not easy. Um, and it's a marathon. I mean, it's a marathon. Yep. So um, what I do want to point out is how we have two episodes of getting ready 
Yep. And I think that that is worth pointing out because That's pretty interesting, yep. it's, um, I truly think that we do not spend enough time preparing and really thinking through what we want our goals to be yep. and why we want them to be that. So just take note that there's two episodes worth of digging through all the clutter of, of really what do you want for yourself and for your life? Yep. I'll tell you, uh, very, I'll tell the viewers very directly that, uh, if you're not willing to run through a wall for the goal, it's probably not the right goal that you need right now. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, yeah. uh, if you're not really passionate about it, if it's more of an aside of, I'd like to do blank, you're probably going to fail. You know, if, if yeah. it's a like versus a want and a desire and a passion and a purpose, then it's just setting yourself up for failure. And I think that's why you said it takes two, two episodes yeah. to knock out that piece. Uh, but now here's the part where you got to do the work. So yep. um, let me tell you, I live in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, Houston is east. It's east on I-10. Okay. <laughs> that's about, uh, I don't know, three hour drive, 200 miles, something in that range, 188 miles. Uh, but if I didn't know where I-10 was and I didn't know how many miles it was, um, I could still get there by starting to walk east, yeah. uh, start driving east, right? And so I think what a lot of people do is uh, they, they uh, on the flip side, there's people that don't plan enough. There are people that plan too much. Oh my gosh, And they, yes. they keep on planning yeah. and planning and planning and wait for the perfect freaking conditions. And right. you know, wait, the, when wait. the wind blows up my butt, then I'll start doing the work. And it's, <laughs> yeah. it's like, that is so annoying to me as a doer. So annoying. It's so annoying. And just take uh, action. Just, yeah, take action, start driving. And yep. what, I'll, I'll, what, I, what I believe is that start driving in the general direction and then make corrections. Like yeah. you can, if, if, for example, you want to find the perfect route from your house to Houston and uh, you want to take two days to map it out, get your snacks right for the kids, know where the potty break's <laughs> going to be, uh, you know, go ahead and get an oil change done, go ahead and get the extra fluids in your car and all that stuff. Uh, and then two days later, you start driving for Houston and I just said, shit, I'm just going to start going east right Let's now. I will be there first. Yes, right. <laughs> and so, but it doesn't mean I'm going to be perfect. That's why yeah. I've got to use that analogy of start using the steering wheel and, and, and make some changes. So I think those two components are what we need to talk about in this last episode, which is, you know, start acting and then also make corrections. Make corrections. Right. Those are, that's sure. really section six and step seven. Right. So first one is making it happen, taking action. You know, there's got to be uh, the, the, uh, a few things that, that happen along this because, um, Nothing really is achieved easily that's not measured along the way as well. So, uh, yes, you've got to do the work, but you also, if you, especially if you, whether you have an accountability partner or not, you've got to listen to the data as you go too, yeah. because you don't know if you should turn the wheel at some point if you're not actually looking at it. So, you know, going back to the weight example. Uh, I always tell people the fastest way to lose weight is get on the scale every day. Right. You know, and, and what do most people do? They never get on the scale because they don't want to see what the number is. And it's, it's always so worse. Scary. Right. It's always worse when they finally get on it than yeah. if they just got on the damn scale every day and they, they made those, you know, quick mm -hmm. decisions along the way. Um, but last section we spoke about was your calendar's reflection of your priorities. Yeah. This is where I get into uh, something that, that that is a issue with most people, which is people lie to themselves way too much. Yeah. Right. Uh, and if you're or willing to justify. lie to yourself, justify, if you're willing to lie to yourself, you're going to, you're willing to lie to everybody else. Um, and so you can't be the person you want to be if you don't do what you say you're going to do. If yeah. you don't plan to do it, don't do it. Don't tell people you're going to do something you're not going to do. Right. And uh, at the, 
as I've become a leader, I'm not a great leader. I've got, I think that leadership is something that you develop over a lifetime. And the only way you'll know if you are a good leader is if people show up to your funeral. Um, <laughs> and I'll make more mistakes along the way. But what I'm really clear is, is that if uh, you could be a leader of a household, you could yeah. just be a leader, leader of your children. You could be a leader of your department. Um, of your friends. But here's what's really interesting. I've noticed the longer I've been a leader, which most of us are in some capacity, people are watching. They and they, they're always watching and you rarely know that they're actually watching. I know. And it's so weird. And a lot of times, like as much as I hate to say it, like I get, it can be a point of frustration for me. Mm-hmm. It's like, why do people care what I'm doing? Mm-hmm. Why do people care? You know, like, and it really, it should be um, an honor. I should take it mm-hmm. more of a, as an honor, but, um, and, and, and I do at times, but there is a sense of frustration that comes mm-hmm. along with it. Cause it's like, Come on, like I'm yep. just over here trying to do my thing. Like, why are we? Why do we have people analyzing? You know. Well, God forbid we should be held accountable to somebody else. But even worse, God forbid we should we should you know be accountable to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. And so a couple things I think about regularly. So um, you know, I've been married 15 years now, almost 16 years, I guess this year. Uh, in a couple of weeks, I've got to get a present. Oh, I you did. gotta get it done. You have something, yeah. you have something in mind? Of course I do. Because <laughs> Christy's listening, I'm, I'm totally prepared. I ordered it three weeks ago. Um, Send ideas. Send ideas for right. Joshua by Christy. That's right. Uh, <laughs> but what I will say is, uh, you know, that you know, developing from a young married man uh, at that I was married at a young age too, mm-hmm. to maturing as a person, then maturing in my marriage. Um, one of the things I, that I literally have to, I've had to think about in the past is if. Uh, if Chrissy was a fly on the wall, would she be okay with what she's seeing? Oh, right. Interesting. Uh, you talk about accountability. Like, yeah. just assume that your wife is watching whatever you say to anyone anywhere. You know, in my business, it turns out that most realtors are realtors. Or most realtors are women. Most yeah. realtors are women. So I remember uh, early on when I was like 25 years old. You know, I was having lunch with a realtor because that's what we do. You know, we we get to know each other. We talk, and then if I earn business, then they'll send me business. Uh, and one of Christie's friends. Happened to be in the same restaurant <laughs> and saw me, yeah, saw me having lunch with this lady. It was a pretty lady, um, but he literally called my wife and said, "Hey, just want to let you know that your your husband's out with this woman at this place. He's on a date, right?" And uh, you know, it was for sure harmless. For sure, for it was just sure. business. Yeah, but somebody's always watching, somebody's and so it, watching. that was a good thing for me to be rec- to recognize at a very early age is. You know, whether it's with your spouse, whether, you know, kids, oh my God, oh, kids, 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 say, kids. It's worth, you know, what we tell, what we tell KK, uh, as far as her phone goes and her text messaging yep. is assume we are reading everything. Yep. Assume Because by nanny. the way, you are, because you're <laughs> because a we crazy are. person. <laughs> Wait, I'm just the crazy person or all parents are crazy people? No, no, you're very crazy. <laughs> hey, I just try to keep some good bumper pads around her, Okay. They need help. That's true. So, but it, if you're going to send something, would you send it to nanny? Would you be happy if nanny saw that? Yep. And that is just a really good, that's a good little watermark and measurement point. Yep. And just going back to the emotion side from section five, you know, a lot of people that this is why they don't do goals in the first place is they have the fear of letting people down or letting themselves down or, or making a plan they don't follow through on. And I get that. But if you ever want anything in life and anything, you got to make that decision and then you've got to take the action. And so yeah. a couple of great books I reference all the time, uh, both by Josh Medcalf or Pound the Stone and Take the Stairs. Yeah, no, sorry, Pound the Stone and Chop Wood, Carry Water. Uh, take the Stairs is great too, but those two are, are personal favorites. 
Um, because what it really just talks about is, is it's just the daily grind, the daily action, the daily pursuit is what is, is the, the right, thing, right? right? And I, I can't tell you enough how important it is for kids to watch that. And if you are a leader of a department or a company or a sales team or something like that, uh, it's, it's do as I do, not as I say, you know, so we talk about this with our team all the time yeah. that, uh, I'd be hard pressed for anyone on my team to say that I'm not outworking them currently. Yeah. Like there's a lot of people on my team that are busting their butts right now. Mm-hmm. And I would, I'll put my hours personally up against anyone's right now, right or wrong. It's just a busy time in our industry. Well, and so, I think that you have, um, one, you've done a, a great job of, you know, leading by example. Um, but, but I can, uh, both of us have had moments where we weren't leading great by example mm-hmm. and got to watch what happens. That was a nice way for you to say that I was not leading by example. <laughs> and that is true, by the way. I like how you protected me. I appreciate that. But yes, that's exactly right. I got that old sales spin on it. That's right. Um, but Soften the we blow. have seen what can happen and mm-hmm. it is, it's just not great. Nope. It's just not great. So um, with leadership comes a lot of responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, and so anyways. Yeah. So so here's something that that you have to put, you know, going back to your bumper analogy. So let's just say your goal is to uh, put some time, 30 minutes or an hour a day into building your brand, building your uh company, uh, mm-hmm. uh, building your body, building your, whatever it is. Okay. Uh, building your I, wealth, building your wealth. Right. So the book I accidentally referenced, I did so intentionally, I guess, uh, subconsciously because the book take the stairs by Rory Vaden, I think is an excellent book because of one, one liner. It's my favorite thing that's in the whole book and it's called the rent axiom. And the rent axiom says success is not owned. It's rented yeah. and the rent is due every day. And so one thing that I did for years, and I've encouraged multiple people that I've coached to do put it on their own calendar is uh, before they've left for the day, you know, an hour before they've left for the day. So if you're working nine to five, so the what you would do is put a calendar reminder yeah. that's a alarm that pops up at four o'clock and all it says is, did you pay the rent? Mm-hmm. Okay. So let me say this all again. The, the yeah. rent axiom is, Success is not owned, it's rented, and the rent is due every day. So an hour before you leave, you have a calendar pop-up recurring reminder that says, all I need to say, did you pay the rent? And so and why an hour? So you still have right, time to correct? Right. So, you know, for example, if, if you are a uh, in sales, as an example, um, usually that comes down to, did you make your prospecting calls? Right. Which are the crappiest part of the job. Uh, no one likes to do it. So interesting. Uh, it's, 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 no one likes to do it, and it's their job. And it's their and, job. And they say, oh, I want to grow this company's you know, uh, bottom line today. Yeah. And then they don't even make the call. So that pops up. It says, did you pay the rent? Well, this is where you accept lying to yourself or you don't mm. because you mm. can't avoid the pop-up, right? Yeah. So now you've got an hour left. It's like, okay, dumbass, are you going to do you gonna it make- or not? <laughs> it's right? the last chance. And what's really interesting to me is uh, I coach. I've coached a few people in the past that are underperforming salespeople, and I'd I'd question them three or four months later and say, "Hey, show me your calendar." And I know that they had the <laughs> they did pay the rent on, on the early parts. And then they let it At t- some t- point, t- they deleted it. No, they deleted, they deleted it. Deleted it because they didn't like yeah. how it made them feel because they weren't willing to do yeah. the work, right? Which is why they're underperforming salespeople, yeah. right? Yeah. But same thing with your weight. Same thing with your spirituality, right? Like, uh, 
uh, I don't care what your faith is. I happen to be Christian. So, you know, did you do, did you read, you know, Proverbs today? Yes or no? If your yeah. good job, if your only goal is to read Proverbs 30 whatever days in a row, is, yeah. right, whatever it is, like, do you do it or not? It's the, yeah. it's the one thing you said that you were going to work on. You claim you're going to be put on your calendar. You're supposed to do it at that time. And then this reminder pops up that says, Hey, dumbass, you know, yeah, you just, claim this is the most important thing in your life right. and you didn't even do that. So apply it however you want. But this goes back to start driving, yeah. start doing. And, Absolutely. and we know, and we've talked about this in other episodes that you're, you're going to have a day. You know, you're going to have a day where you're sick, your kid's sick, your company needs you and you just get buried. And so or you just are having a day. I think that that, you know, it's it's worth bringing up. I don't think you can have too many just having a day, but, you know, giving allowing yourself a little bit of grace when you are, I think, is hugely important because if you're too hard on yourself, it's just another path to not following through. So. Well, and this is what the way I handle it for years uh, is when that would pop up, if I really didn't get it done, for sure I was going to do it the next, next day. Next day. Like it's a non-negotiable. Right. If my day got away from me, there's no way to get done. I for sure was not going to miss it twice in a row. Right. Because again, That's it goes good, back yeah. to, it's the one thing I said I needed to do to thing, move the yeah. needle and I didn't get it done today. I can't mm-hmm. have, you can have a bad day. You can't have a bad week. You can't right. have a bad month. <laughs> that's a bad month. Like bad that's, year. that's, that adds yeah. up to bad years in life. <laughs> Right. Um, so just had a bad month. Yeah. I I, I just had a bad month. That was off a little bit. Well, shit. Are you in business anymore? Uh, do you weigh 800 pounds? Like what happened now? Bad month. Right. So, and people do it and people are listening to this, know know. that I'm right about this and they, they get off track one day and, and then there's no reminder. And so all of a sudden they wake up like, how the hell did I not work out this whole week? Well, and it's, I always, um, I always equate it to digging a hole. Like, the further you dig yourself into that hole, the harder it is to mm-hmm. climb out. And I talk about that with prospecting, especially when I'm coaching or training salespeople or marketing reps. It's like missing one day, missing two days. You start missing a week. You start missing two weeks. You are literally just digging a hole with no ladder to get back out of. So do not let that hole get too deep to where you can't like literally That's jump right. out of it. That's right. Because it's it's very difficult once you get, fall into the rut right. of not doing it. You're That's out right. of out of practice, out of routine, and oof, you know. And this no is where I, I also want to add in another book um, that I think is one of the best books for determining success. And the book is called Grit by Angela uh, Duckworth. I think it is Angela Duckworth. We talked a lot about grit right? yeah, recently. Yeah, um, I, I really do think it is the most important determining factor for success. I really believe that concept. Um, because it's, you know, the easiest way to define it is, are you willing to do what's, what's required every day, even when you don't want to, mm-hmm. right? Are you doing whatever is required to get it done? Yeah. End of story, right? So I'm going to tell, I'm, I'm going to cut the story in half. I'm going to tell one half of the story, <laughs> okay. but it's probably the most important half so I can shorten this. Um, my son is awesome. He is one of the sweetest humans in the, in the world. Uh, what I love about him is, is that he is uh, the hardest worker out there. Like he is not the best baseball player, but he's in a sprint and hustle and do whatever it takes every single day. You know, I he's, love that. Uh, he's not the, um, you know, reading, for example, he's not uh, great with reading, but he's working at it every single day, right? Awesome. So, you know, when, you, when you're working on reading as an example in school, it affects all your grades because if you are off on a paragraph on a math question, you're going to mess up on the math question. Right. And so, um, you know, in January, what I love is he's at this point now where he understands a little bit more about value of money. 
and you know he wants to play a game or buy a game and i tell him well you have to earn it first so that he understands like that it takes work to get money to buy that mm -hmm. and so he said well what do i have to do to earn 100 bucks and he asked me in january so all i said was well if you make a b on a roll all A's and B's this semester, which is not easy for him. He's done it multiple times, but it's not easy not for easy. him. He's got to work. He's got to work at which it. Which is the point. Then right? I'll give you a hundred bucks, right? So uh, even here in the at the end of COVID nineteen, a week or two ago, when when this happened, uh, he he hit the grades, and we found out that he got A B honor roll, and and uh, he actually got the kindest kid award. Oh. Uh, yeah. I there, mean, there you go, moms. I think. Yeah, he's pretty, he's pretty, <laughs> there you go, moms. Make all your moms cry. Um, but yeah, like the kid is the kindest human in the world and, and he know, just sprinkles love on people. But I love that. I've, I, I actually, I've told my kids before that in some ways I care more about their conduct grades oh, that's than their like yeah. grade grades because I'm like, don't be an asshole. Like <laughs> we have a strict don't be an asshole rule in my house. That's good. That's good. <laughs> um, Do yeah, you say it to him that way? 100%. Oh, that's funny. 100%. I don't curse at all. <laughs> um, so <laughs> it's not my best quality. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> so my point is, is that uh, we found out a couple weeks ago that he made a Beyond roll and it was a super big deal. My son was bouncing around and super excited about it. And Go so I sense. gave him his hundred bucks and, um, and, and we did it in front of the family because I think it's important yeah. to build these habits and lifestyles, right? Now, mind you, what I want to point out is for the last five months... Even during COVID, he was reading with mom every single day. Yeah. Like he reads, he reads, he reads, he reads, he reads. He worked on it, worked on it, worked on it. And I know a lot of kids that, you know, the last two months of the school year, because there was no, whether the parents were involved, no accountability, <laughs> teachers, you know, a half hour on the internet, maybe a day. Yeah. Doesn't real. it's not real. Right. Um, the truth is, is I know 99% of kids probably screwed off the last two months of the year. And, you know, Christy did a really great job. She was a former educator. And she made my kids work four hours a day every Good. day. And, yeah. and I was really proud of her. But my son worked. He worked and he got the ABs. So I got pulled to the side by my oldest daughter, Aubrey, just after I gave 100 bucks, right? And Aubrey pulls me aside and she's like, well, where's my 100 bucks? <laughs> I said, well, wait, why do you think you need 100 bucks? Well, Aubrey always gets straight A's. You know, yeah. uh, it's just something that's easy for, sure. you know, everyone's yeah. a little bit, all kids are different. Mason has the things that make him special. One of the things that makes Aubrey special is like, Education is easy for her. Yeah, you know, exactly. uh, it just has I mean, come yeah. naturally. It just is what it is. So what it is. Uh, I said, well, I, you didn't earn a hundred bucks. And well, she was, was super confused. Yeah. Right. And I was, she's like, well, why don't I, don't I get a hundred bucks? I said, well, because you didn't have to work for the ace. I said, you know what, what, um, what's interesting to me, Aubrey, is that one of the things that you tell me that you want to do is you want to make one, you know, she'll get, she's going to eighth grade next year. Um, and she wants to make freshman, you know, in high school, freshman year, a team, either basketball or volleyball mm -hmm. or both. And for the last eight weeks, honey, I haven't seen you pick up the basketball or the volleyball. And so- Doesn't it make you crazy? It makes me crazy because I know that when she puts crazy. in the energy, whatever she wants, yeah. whatever she puts effort yeah. into, she's, she's gonna achieve. Ugh. And so I told her, hey, Aubrey, you know, here's the deal. Uh, I'll give you a way to make, a, a guaranteed way to make a hundred bucks. And unfortunately, I don't think I'm gonna have to pay you. She said, well, tell me, I'll do it. And I said, all you gotta do is shoot a hundred basketballs a hundred days in a row and I'll give you a hundred bucks. Which is a pretty tall order. It's really not. If you it's love basketball, a hundred? hundred shots? That's <laughs> like, like that's 30 so minutes. That's so many. Listen, uh, I'm just saying <laughs> if it's something that you say you want. So mind you. I, I think it's great. No, I, I just think it's a tall order. But good for you. Good for you, you slave driver. It's funny that you say that. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. No, 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 no. no. Let's, let's just talk about this. It's definitely less than an hour of work a day. Really? For sure. For a hundred? hundred shots? Oh, I don't know. I'm not... I don't, I, 
Couldn't there's even 60 last minutes time I picked up a basketball. In, a, in an hour. You can take three shots easy a minute. So you can shoot 180 in an hour easy. Um, so it's All like right. a half hour. But 100 days in a row? That's the point I'm trying to teach her. And that's the point, right? So the point is, is, is I want grit. But if it's 30 minutes a day. What I'm trying to teach her is it's about, it's not about, I'm not asking you to fucking get out there and work eight hours a day on basketball. And you don't even have to make the shots, right? I just said shots. Just shots. Yeah. So my, what I told her is, is that, you know, I want you to go make a hundred shots a day, a hundred days in a row. I'll give you a hundred bucks. And she's like, okay, that's easy. I'll do it. And I said, unfortunately, sweetheart, I, I probably won't have to pay you. And so she got out there three days and the fourth day she, she forgot. And I was no, I was paying attention because I want to teach her yeah. this grit thing. And uh, I noticed, and so I said, pulled her aside, I said, honey, I sweetheart, I, unfortunately, I don't have to pay you your hundred bucks anymore. And she was devastated. She and was, she's like, she was pissed. Oh, she was pissed. Um, and, uh, what was they, she mad about? Well, she wanted to make the excuse because it rained in the morning. Oh, it didn't rain in the afternoon. Right. Uh, and that wasn't the deal. The deal was a hundred yeah. shots, hundred days in a row. Right. Yeah. So, um, I said, well, so here's the deal. You know, I'll give you another shot at it, but you don't get to start over with 96 left. You like, you start back over at 100. Square what do you want to do? And um, she's been doing it since. You know, Go I catch her. I keep girl. taking pictures of her. She's doing her 100 shots. She's doing it without being asked. And I'm trying to train this. And here's what the point is I'm trying to make to everybody that's listening. send her a picture every day. Oh, I, send it to her. Oh, I do. So she's got... Well, I walk over. She sees me taking a picture of her. She, she knows what's happening. Um, what the point is I'm trying to get across to everyone that's listening is this. Um, people are not willing to do even kind of the work that's required. But if she took 100 shots 100 days in Holy a row, that's 10,000 shots in 100 days. Wow. Okay. Uh, do you think that that might move the needle yeah. <laughs> yeah. on her chances to make freshman team a year and a half from now? Yes. Especially if she keeps it going. And so, think too, if... Like if she does all this work and and then doesn't have a better shot for some reason, mm-hmm. at least now there's a gauge of what it's going to take. Yeah. If that wasn't it, then maybe, okay, maybe what do we need? Twenty shots. Maybe uh, you only need sixty. Maybe only matter. sixty, or maybe you need to change this or that. So what an amazing tool to yep. use as well to figure out really how to nail the goal, right? What's funny is Mason heard all that scrap, so you know. <laughs> He's uh he's, he's in like, for hundred bucks. Well, what's funny is this is where his grittiness is where he he wins. So he wants it. he's never pitched ever, and all of a sudden he wants to pitch. So I said, okay, well, you throw a bucket of balls, hundred days in a row, I'll give you hundred bucks. Well, that kid is first thing in the morning throwing it. balls. Uh, and this is what I'm trying to get through to everybody. Everybody needs to listen to this piece. Okay, um, you say that you want something, but you do shit to do it to get there. Mm-hmm. Like thirty minutes is thirty minutes. It's not a long. And if you just, you know, the, 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 the adage of how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? One bite at a time. Most of you are listening and whatever the goal was, I want to get out of debt. I want to get in shape. I want to increase my sales. Whatever that is, that end goal seems insurmountable and God. unbelievable. Yeah. And there's no way I can pay off this $50,000 of credit card debt that I had add up on me. I'm not asking you to pay off 50000 a day. Just, I'm asking you to work on 30 minutes of, of like, just look yeah. at your credit card statement every day. Every day. Like yeah. uh, one of our, my yeah. students I'm coaching on money. Yeah. What I did is I said, Hey, cause he asked me directly, he said, how do I get out of credit card debt? Uh, for sure. I said, it's really easy. Okay. Take your average spending for the last year, divided by 12, shave off 10%, hmm. limit your spending to that and keep on working and making more money as you yeah. go. And so all we did was shave it back. He said, wait, let me get this straight. You just want me to look at it? I was like, yeah, 
like just, just look, look at it, at it. Just it's the same reason like get on the scale, scale yeah. and do something get on the scale and do something right. and what you were referencing which is what's giving you information is we have information then to steer to because steer. here's what you need everyone needs to understand is just because you made a plan doesn't mean you made a good plan right right, right. so you might have had a great you you maybe finally nailed it on the goal that you want to have the vision you want to have you finally nailed that piece and you came up with a plan it does not it mean the plan's going to get you that goal. We haven't right? even talked about that. No. We have not even talked about that. And that's and why I, we needed a third it, episode. And I think we do assume that just because we have a plan, that that's that's the key. Well, that's the key. Yeah. I've done the work, I've got the plan, and now, but right. golly, it's just, that's not how it I works. I want to lose 20 pounds. The way I'm going to lose 20 pounds is I'm going to work out every day for an hour. Well, I guarantee to lose 20 pounds. No. No, why? Because you are putting crap in your face. <laughs> Amen. That's right. So great. Your plan was like, work out an hour every day, but I've been that guy that I did. I've never not I, worked out. You've seen me do this for 15 years. Yeah. I've worked out with, with forever, but I've been fat, Josh, many years. And the reason why I say this out loud is that I had to finally decrease my consumption of alcohol and watch what I'm putting in my freaking mouth. And now we have a better plan right? And because we've got a better plan. And also uh, uh, take a third step. I was working out doing the stuff I like to pick up heavy things, right? Mm -hmm. But picking up heavy things doesn't increase doesn't, my heart rate. Right. Doesn't so matter. it actually bulks you up, you know? Um, so, so now I got personal trainers. And the reason I pay for these personal trainers is to make my life suck. They make me you know, sweat off five pounds a day. They make my heart jump through my chest when they make me work out. They're not taking it easy on me. Right. So now I've got a better plan. Better and this plan. is the yeah. small tweak, the steer, the steer, the steer. Yeah. Correct, 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 correct. But you still had to do the work. So to do the work. And I think that, you know, we, one of the notes on here is finding multiple ways to win. Um, and I think it ties in a little bit, but okay. So let's take like the losing weight and new in the nutrition stuff as an example for a second. Um, if so finding multiple ways to win means don't just get on the scale because as an example, like when I was working or when, as when we started working with Stephanie, I started working with Stephanie. She said, look, I don't want you just to do a calories in calorie out because you're not going to maintain that muscle mass. And I don't want you to lose your muscle. So we need and to muscle work, weighs more than that. Right. Which also means we can't just look at the scale. There has to be other ways yep. for you to feel like you're winning. So that comes in the, in the way of measuring, but also grab that pair of jeans that you love or you want to get back into and try them on once a week because you will be able to feel yep. the difference, but the scale may not reflect yep. it. That's right. right. That's very, yeah. Um, and so finding different Multiple ways, measurement finding different ways to measure that are all going to the same goal, I think is important. And, then that will also help you again, having more information, yep. right? So if you do, if you do all three of these, get on the scale and you measure and you've got the pair of jeans and the more, the more points you have of reference, the better you can then report back to your, your trainers or whoever and say, here's the information, which yep. is what I would do with her every week. I would send her my weight and then all my measurements. And she would say, okay, so you haven't lost any weight, but you're down two inches. Let's try this and helps you kind of perfect the plan. Yeah. And you don't have to have a paid trainer in most things we're talking about. You know, one of no. the best questions I, I, every single time I coach anyone in business, the only question I ask 
every single time is what is your biggest frustration right now? Right. Because intuitively we know what it is. So in business, what's slowing us down or getting mm-hmm. in the way of whatever goal we have? Uh, what's your biggest frustration with your weight? What's your biggest frustration with your, you know, in your heart, you what your biggest frustration is. is. Yeah. And when you think about it, what I always talk about is uh, we all have lots of, we've, we're in a boat. We are the boat. And we all have lots of holes below water level. Yeah. Uh, some of them are bullet holes. Some of them are cannonball holes. <laughs> uh, the cannonball holes are usually what you would actually say is the biggest frustration in your life. But what do we go back and work on and fix? We put our little fingers in the dike. The we put our fingers one, yeah. in the little bullet holes, right? <laughs> and we're not actually addressing the real issue, yeah. which was, you know, pick up everything, but don't watch what I'm eating, right? Right. Uh, so that's that's the concept that we're talking about. So it's good to pick up heavy things, right? But I've got to keep on adding and tweaking and adding right. and tweaking. Um, but it goes back to paralysis of analysis, I find is more often the reason why people don't get started mm-hmm. is they overthink what needs to be done and or the emotional side of, I don't think I can ever get what I think I want in the first place. Mm, yeah. So if you just start walking, uh, you'll get to the end of it. There's a guy that I was watching on the news uh, two weeks ago, I think, that um, I want to say that it was a 180 days. The guy rose, anyways, it's the like the modern day Forrest Gump. This guy literally ran across the United States. Holy hell. He just finished. He just got the West Coast. He went from the East Coast to the West Coast. He went through like 12 what? states. <laughs> he literally ran across the country. It was like 3,000 miles, right? And I guarantee you, like he had this cool idea <laughs> And the night before he was just starting to run, he probably had some daunting thoughts in his head of, am I really going to be able to do this? Am I really going to tell my family I'm going to run for the next six months or whatever? And uh, and along the way, for sure, he probably questioned the idea. I guarantee, I don't know where his route was, but he certainly, if he got into a desert or a mountain, he probably rethought his choices. <laughs> yes, like, that. So. this shit sucks. Why am I doing this, right? But he got to the end. And this is where what we were talking about, which is, uh, you've got to create success points along the way, yeah, right? Totally. Like I hope the guy stopped in Nashville. I mean, and had a badass yes, time in Nashville. I hope the guy yes. stopped in New Orleans and ate some great gumbo. Absolutely. And then you certainly had to stop in Texas and get some great barbecue. <laughs> yes. But we've got to create these points along the way, whether celebration points. We you know when we talk about working with teams uh, or sales goals or company goals. You know, it's not good enough to have this goal for the end of the year. You have to have your monthly goals or your weekly goals mm-hmm. that you can celebrate and high five. You know, in our team, we talk about weekly units, leads, and volume goals. And we yeah. high five at the end of the week or we pout, right? And if we high five, we have a, something called a Friday. Yeah. And literally it's the end of the week of great job, guys. You know, whether we yeah. had a fun week or a pretty painful week, it was great job. We hit our we goals hit our or goals. we didn't. Yeah. And you got to create the celebration points. Um you know, uh, there in, in dieting and exercise, you a lot of people will, will talk about a cheat meal or a cheat day. Right. You know, have ice cream on Sunday. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, like, still great live, job. Still live. Right, it's not going to crush your entire diet for the week. Have have ice cream one time Correct. a week. Right. Yeah. So as we work through it, uh, it when it goes to the taking action part, it is uh, it it's Nemo. Just, just keep, keep swimming. swimming. Just, just keep swimming, <laughs> and that's probably what that runner was doing for the last yeah. 200 days. Yeah. Just put a foot in front of the just other. Put, yeah, just put sure. one foot in front of the other. You'll get there eventually. The other thing too that we haven't talked about and just really quick on this is incorporating some fun goals as well. Mm-hmm. Not that all goals suck and are terrible, right? They're they're all they're good. But as an example, you know, a couple years ago, 
um, I had the goal of learning how to golf. The year after that was, I want to learn how to shoot a gun um, or shoot handguns. And so incorporating some of those fun, more fun things or recreational things that, you know, can go alongside some of the harder work you're going to have yep. to do is also a really nice offset. So, um, so think about something fun that you want to do with your life or something you want to learn how to do. Um, that could be more of a, um, just recreational. Right. Um, and then, you know, all along the way is just really just continuing to review mm -hmm. and, um, not letting yourself get down when you do have a off day, but also like being really in tune with how do you feel? Mm -hmm. Not just, um, not just physically or not, but, but really like, how does it feel to know that you have a really buttoned up type budget? Like, mm -hmm. how does it feel? Like we had our budget meeting yesterday and it just feels good. Mm -hmm. Can we do better? Yes. Do we have a long way to go to hit some of the goals? Yes. But the fact that it is on paper, we can look at it, we can produce it, right? Mm -hmm. um, and we can have a confident and comfortable conversation mm -hmm. is pretty freaking legit. That's it right. just feels good. Um, to be able to say, I wake up every day and I, I get on my treadmill or I go and meet my friends and walk in the morning. That just feels good to be able to say. So how does it feel emotionally? How does it feel physically? Mm -hmm. um, and how just in general, how does it feel to be that type of role model or that leading that example mm -hmm. for your family. So, um, I think that's really it. Just continue well, to review. My, what do you want to finish up? My last on? thing that I want to finish up on this piece, uh, you know, the, the reviewing segment, you know, six was making it happen. Seven was reviewing. There's nothing to review if you don't keep track. Hmm. So I think what the, the last piece, which would go into the last bit of homework for everybody, um, you know, would be a, put the rent axiom on your own calendar. Yeah. Like go ahead and put in there, you know, did I pay the rent on your calendar four o'clock? Uh, but the, the second thing is you have to create a scorecard. Mm -hmm. It's just a game. Yeah. Just Don't a game. take your life so fucking seriously. So true. It's so just true, so true. a game. You know, Christy has asked me before, it's like, what is driving you? <laughs> and because I'm a weirdo and I've got a different gear than some people yes. do. Uh, not everyone, but a lot of people. A lot and, of people. And, yeah. uh, and the reason why she asked me that, you know, like, you know, I've had those days, like a lot of people were, I've stayed up late and drank with my buddies till three in the morning, but I didn't miss my 5 a.m. workout, want, yeah. right? Because that's the game. Right. And uh, so she's asking me like, uh, you know, uh, you know, what do you, what's your deal, dude? And <laughs> What is um, your deal? And what the, my answer is, is that I believe that a, a life worth living is just the idea of you better next year. Yeah, um, I like that. that if you're constantly improving, I don't care what your stage in life is. I don't care your age. I don't care what your daddy did or didn't do for you. I don't care what your life challenges were. I care about are you doing something to improve. Yes. Just, Amen. For just the people in the do back. something to move forward. And yes. And that's it. You know, I want to have a better marriage. It doesn't mean I have a bad marriage. It means I, right. why wouldn't I want to have a better yeah. marriage next year? I want to have better finances. Do I need better finances? People would argue no, but why the hell wouldn't I want wouldn't better I? finances? Yeah. I want to have a better body. Why? Not because I'm trying to pick up girls. It's because I want to live to I'm 100. I want to be able to walk. And I want to be able to walk and play with my great grandkids, <laughs> right. not just my grandkids. You know, um, I want my business to grow. Why? Because I need more business? No. But if I can 
grow the business. I can employ more people. Yeah. I can affect their lives. I can uh, help more clients with their dream of home ownership. So why the hell would we move the needle in those areas? And so my point is, whatever it is that you finally decide on, please create a scorecard and just play the game. Mm-hmm. And I'll argue that if you play the game, win or loss, you're still better than you were yesterday. Absolutely. And that's kind of my final thought. So I love it. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode and the previous two that came with it, uh, please like and subscribe to Sigmund Sense. And share with uh, a friend. Share with your friends. And uh, we have to get back to work. We so go God to bless work. you guys. Talk to you later. <laughs>